The Yucca Valley Plugged In Podcast brings you up to date on the town of Yucca Valley's current issues, projects, and events. Your local government wants you to be informed about the progress we are making as a community, and we invite you to be involved. Visit the town website at www.yucca-valley.org to register your questions, comments, and suggestions. Produced and presented by Town Hall, the bi-weekly podcast provides a snapshot of the top issues of the day. Get plugged in with Mayor Jim Schooler to stay up to date on all things Yucca Valley. Let's take a quick look at the Town Council's last meeting, as well as what's coming up. At the Town Council's recent meetings, the Council approved a public art policy update, as well as approved a two-year public art program. The Town's Parks, Recreation, and Cultural Commission has been working on the careful development of this program and related guidelines. The Town of Yakima Valley is blessed to have so many amazing artisans within our community, and this program will provide the opportunity to share these talents with residents and visitors alike. Some of the highlights of the upcoming program include temporary art installations at selected town locations. Also, an Art in Daily Lives initiative that includes utility box enhancements. We're also looking at a town entry beautification program at the three main entrances to Yucca Valley. The council also approved financial resources to implement the public art program. At our last meeting, the council received an updated Yucca Valley demographic study by renowned economist Dr. John Husing. The information presented by Dr. Husing was both interesting and informative and will assist the town in better understanding the needs of the community. The report is chock full with data about the current situation of Yucca Valley and surrounding communities, trends, and projections for the future. You can see a copy of the presentation by visiting the town's website at yucca-valley.org and check out the Spotlight section. The Council also considered an agreement for Median Island Landscape Service. This proposal would provide for the regular maintenance of the town's median islands on Highway 62, along other selected locations, and as part of the Town Council's commitment to town beautification. This service will assist with the timely removal of weeds, debris, and trash that typically accumulates in the highway medians. The Council also had the opportunity to introduce San Bernardino County Sheriff Shannon Dykus. Sheriff Dykus is very familiar with the Morongo Basin, having called 29 Palms home at one time. And we're confident that Sheriff Dykus will continue the tradition of public safety service excellence that the San Bernardino County Sheriff's Department regularly provides. Did you know that you can always check out past town council meetings and see a video of the discussion on any particular meeting or any item of interest? Just go to www.yucca-valley.org and click on the Meeting Agendas button. On September 29th, it was my privilege to host the annual State of the Town event. This was a special time to celebrate as a community our successes and highlight our current projects and programs. An exciting part of this event was the recognition of Assemblymember Chad Mays for his dedication to public service over the past 15 years. Assemblymember Mays was instrumental in the development of key legislation during his time in the state legislature, including efforts supporting the town's new Aquatics and Recreation Center project and the county's planned fire station replacement. We are so grateful for the community's support and attendance at the program and appreciate the positive feedback during and after the event. If you were unable to join the event in person, check out the town's Facebook page for a link to a video of the event. I want to talk for a quick minute about the election coming up on November 8th. You should have already received your ballot in the mail. 
There are a number of town issues on the ballot, including candidates for districts 1, 3, and 5, as well as the town's Measure K. Measure K is a town-sponsored ballot measure that would adjust the current short-term vacation rental, hotel, and motel lodging tax from 7% to 12%, providing revenue that would be used to fund our community priorities, including police patrols and 911 emergency response, crime prevention, maintaining local streets and fixing potholes, managing traffic, cleaning up after trash and litter dumped in public areas, and monitoring and addressing problems caused by short-term vacation rentals. This tax is only paid by those individuals staying in short-term vacation rentals or hotels for less than 30 days and would help fund our important community priorities. For more information on the town's municipal election, including how to register to vote, how to vote early, finding a location to drop off your mailed ballot, or participating in one of the town's informational sessions on Measure K and the municipal election, visit the town's website at www.yucca-valley.org elections. Let's check in with our town commissions. On the Planning Commission side, the Fish and Game Commission met on October 12th to take action on the Western Joshua Tree recommendation. After a brief discussion, the Fish and Game Commission once again declined to act and continued the item to its February 2023 meeting. Commissioner comments indicated a desire to see some movement toward a statewide conservation plan, and the town is hopeful that this effort moves forward without much delay. The governor appointed a new commissioner, Mr. Anthony Williams, to the Fish and Game Commission, so the commission representation is complete with five seated members. As far as the town goes, we remain committed to continue to advocate for the development of a reasonable and responsible framework that will allow residents the ability to maintain their investment in their property without fear of onerous regulation as currently exists today. The Parks, Recreation, and Cultural Commission will meet in November to discuss the town's 2022-23 Youth Commission term, to launch the town's approved public arts program for fiscal year 2022-24, and we'll talk about an update on the town's Aquatics and Recreation Center. Speaking of the Youth Commission, did you even know that the town of Valley has a Youth Commission? The Youth Commission was established in 1995 to provide for communication between the Yucca Valley's elected officials and the young people of the community. Students in grades 7 through 12 are eligible to serve on the Yucca Valley Youth Commission. A limited number of commissioners are appointed each year with an effort to represent a variety of schools and grades. Students may apply to serve on the Youth Commission by completing an application. Applications for the 2022-23 Youth Commission are available at Town Hall, the Community Center, or online at www.yucca-valley.org. The deadline to return a completed application is November 1, 2022. For more information, contact the Community Services Office at 760-369-7211. By now, you should have received a copy of the Town's Fall-Winter Recreation Guide. This is a publication the town sends out twice a year that lists our programs, activities, and events. In it, you'll find information about the town's fall holiday activities, Christmas tree lighting, craft fair, town snow day, veterans tribute event, enrichment classes, and more. An online version of the guide is available by visiting the town's website. Speaking of special events, the Morongo Basin Cultural Arts Council is once again sponsoring the amazing Highway 62 Open Studios Arts Tour. As we record this podcast, we are currently in the midst of the three-weekend-long event. 
and we encourage you to take the time to visit some of these amazing artists right here in the basin. Better yet, invite an out-of-town friend to come for the day and visit and experience Yucca Valley and the Morongo Basin in these beautiful fall months. Visit MBCAC or download the mobile app to learn all about the details of the art tours. The fourth annual Yucca Valley Film Festival is underway in less than a month and is pleased to return to an in-person event for 2022. This three-day event celebrates the creativity of the film industry and is sure to provide something for everyone. We're going to learn more about this terrific event with my special guest for this podcast, Mr. Matt Barois, event producer. And now, as promised, we're going to get into our seven-minute chat with Matt Barois, the director of the Yucca Valley Film Festival. The festival returns to a live format this year, and we're super excited to hear all about it. Matt, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Jim. Thank you for having me uh, in this podcast. Uh, very happy to be here and uh, very happy for the podcast itself because I believe it's a very good way to have people in your community informed about what's happening in town. Well, thank you. Before we launch into talking about this year's film festival, I wonder if you'd mind sharing how you and your wife, Oregon, landed in Yucca Valley. I know that you're from France and you've traveled extensively, and now you're residents and homeowners in Yucca Valley. We're excited to have you here, but how did you come to the decision to call Yucca Valley your home? I believe it was uh, meant to happen. We drove through Yucca Valley uh, many years ago, just um, visiting uh, as tourists with my wife, Oregon. And uh, driving through town, we felt the vibe and the good vibes, that uh, there's something here you can feel people are happy to be here and you can feel that it's a good place to live so we joked like maybe one day we're gonna live here we didn't know the town we didn't know any of it and a uh, few years flash forward uh when we had to leave los angeles we uh we remember like hey what about Valley? and we actually drove back and visited a few houses and uh, we found one right away and the next weekend, we moved into town. And since we've been living here, and uh, we just um, bought our first home like a couple of months ago. So we are here to stay and very happy to enjoy the, the desert. We're happy to have you here. Let's talk about the film festival. Yucca Valley Film Festival is in its fourth year already and is referred to as a signature event in our town. How did you sell the idea to the town in the first place and get support to actually put on a film festival in Yucca Valley? So when we arrived in Yucca Valley, um, we already were producing film festivals in France and in California. We just had the idea like we know how to make film festivals happen and we know how beneficial it can be to a community. And I met with the mayor, the mayor at the time. It was Dr. Lombardo. And we started discussing movies and Paris and France and traveling and uh, how the industry was changing with Netflix and everything. So it was not much a discussion about are we going to make a film festival or not. It was the first time I was meeting somebody from the town. Uh, it was a discussion about how much he loved movies and how much he understood immediately he could mean for the people in Yucca Valley. So he introduced me to Curtis, town manager, and very shortly after that, I had a meeting, a very long meeting with Sue at the Parks and Recreation uh, Commission uh, Department, sorry, and uh, we immediately discussed about 
how could we do to make this happen? Everybody was on board. We've been treated very, very well by, by the town of Yucca Valley, the town council, and every people working here. And uh, it happened very fast. Like five months later, we had the first Yucca Valley Film Festival. The red carpet, uh, the movies, the filmmakers, and everything that happened uh, very successfully. Like so many events, the festival was broadsided by the COVID pandemic and had to go virtual the past couple of years, but it's coming back to a live format this November. So tell us what we can expect to see. We are very excited to be back in person for real at the community center in Yucca Valley uh, in town. Uh, it's going to be a free admission. Anybody can come, watch movies, meet the filmmakers, um, participate, asking questions to the filmmakers during the roundtables, the masterclass, everything. Uh, to give you a quick overview of the festival, uh, every day at 6 p.m. we have a red carpet in front of the community center, open to anybody. You can dress up, you can not dress up, uh, you can just come as you are and have fun. Uh, every day we're going to have screening, we're going to have movies, documentaries, music videos, short films, dance films, um, all sorts of uh, short forms. And every time the audience is going to be able to ask questions directly to the filmmakers and the artists present. So that's going to be very fun because it's not only about watching movies, it's also about how can I, as a viewer, participate and get to know more about the movie, how it's being made, and the artist, because you're going to be in the same room as them. You're going to be able to ask them any question you want to understand, know, learn, and share how you make a movie, whether it's a short, a documentary, or a feature film. So how many movies are we going to look at, and uh, how many entries did you have to whittle it down to what's going to be shown at the festival? This year, we are going to look at more than 50 movies total. And uh, usually we receive between four to 600 submissions to the Yucca Valley Film Festival. Uh, Oregon and I, we watch literally thousands of movies every year, just, by, just thanks to the film festivals we manage and we produce. And that does not count the movies we go see in the movie theaters or in the drive-ins or on Netflix or streamers. Uh, so from that large pool of, let's say, 500 movies, we make a selection. We only keep the best of the best, and we're going to screen them at the UK Valley Festival. Again, all free. You can just show up. Uh, free admission. And uh, basically, it's all about this year. It's going to be a lot about local filmmakers or movies that have a direct connection with the desert or the wild, the wilderness or the vibe we have around here. We're going to have music videos filmed uh, in Yucca Valley, in Landers, in Flamingo Heights. We have filmmakers coming from Hemet, from Los Angeles, from Yucca Valley, from Joshua Tree. So it's really going to showcase a lot of local talents. And the films and the music videos and the documentaries are just amazing. We are very much looking forward uh, to everybody to to enjoy and watch the films this year. Let's talk about the master classes that you've talked about. Uh, we've got a couple of A-list guests coming, Brent Huff and Mina Sunwell. And tell us about them and what they're going to be doing at these master classes. When we first created the Yucca Valley Film Festival, the idea was to bring A-list talents to Yucca Valley. We have a lot of people 
uh, down the valley living in Palm Springs. We had a lot of artists also living here and sometimes big time producers, big time talents, artists. And we wanted to, um, we wanted people to know that. So every year we try to bring someone to be the main speaker at the UK Valley Film Festival. First year was John Stanier, who was the camera operator on Midnight Express, the movie by Alan Parker. Uh, on the second year, it was uh, William Baldwin. So we had an amazing masterclass with uh, William Baldwin talking about all the big movies he's made in his career. Last year, we had Michael Dante, who was starring in many, many Western movies and adventure movies uh, in the 60s, 70s. He has a movie with uh, Elvis Presley. He has movies with um, uh, Westerns. Again, it's, uh, it's pretty amazing, his career. And this year, we are going to have Brent Huff and Mina Sunwall. Brent Huff has an extensive career as a director, scriptwriter, producer, uh, actor. And uh, Mina Sunwall has been the lead teenage star of a Netflix show named Lost in Space. So they have two very different profiles in Hollywood. And because we are back in person, we wanted to do something a little bit different. And we didn't want to have only one guest, but this year we have two guests. And that's going to be very special. And again, the idea is for them to speak, to share anecdotes, stories uh, on how movies and TV shows are made. And afterwards, you can ask all the questions you want. So you're going to have the, the option to really talk to them, uh, to meet with them at the picture signing after the masterclass, to get a selfie with them. It's the UK Film Festival overall. It's really a moment for people to connect, the artists and the audience. So really, we really invite everybody to be a part of that. So this is open to the public. There's no admission charge. And people can come in, leave, come and go as they please throughout the weekend? Absolutely. We start on the Friday, uh, November 11, 6 p.m. We open the, we kick off the festival with a red carpet. Then we have an art exhibition that's going to be in the community center, the Yucca Room. After that, we have uh, a word by the mayor. I hope. And uh, we start screening the movies. After each movie, you have a Q&A. Q&A stands for question and answers. Again, we want you to talk to the artist and we want the artist to feel that very specific love we know the community here has for movies. Uh, Saturday, we have screenings all day. I would uh, tell you, for example, we have at 1 p.m. the kids section, so all the animation films short films that are especially selected and created for the for the kids so for everybody to enjoy saturday night 6 p.m 6 p.m sorry again uh, red carpet and then screening a lot of short films and on the sunday we have music videos dance um experimental films and we have the award ceremony and we're going to give away about a dozen prizes to all the winners of the festival for each and every category we have. Terrific. I want to go back to the red carpet that you're talking about. Is that something that I show up, I take selfies on there, or you have a photographer, or how does that work? We do have a photographer on the Friday, and we do have a photographer on the Sunday. The Saturday, we have the red carpet, but it's meant for selfies. So you can just show up as you are. Uh, don't feel any pressure. It's really a moment to have fun. So the um, we... Roll out the red carpet, 
Uh, we have beautiful lights, we have projectors, uh, spotlights, we have a photographer again on a Friday and a Sunday. And uh, you can just walk on the red carpet, you're going to have your picture taken. And the next day, you're going to find your picture on Facebook. So you can just have your picture and share it as much as you want. That sounds awesome. And I know you've put an awful lot of work into this and it's going to be a first class event. So briefly, if somebody wants to know more about it, where do they go for that? The website, ukevalefilmfestival.com. You have all the information about the masterclass and the speakers. We already have information about the kickoff and the opening movie. We have information about uh, some of the movies we're going to screen online. Everything is in person this year at the community center, but we do have a few uh, movies, a very short selection of films we're going to screen only online, digitally, because the filmmakers are very far away in other countries or the continents, actually, and could not be here in person. But the movies are so good, we wanted you to be able to watch them. So we have a selection, 90% of the festival is on is in person here at the community center. And let's say 10% is going to be online. The movies are just as good. And uh, the winning films are going to screen on replay one week after the festival. So the festival stops on the Sunday. So the week after that, all week and the weekend after that, you're going to be able to watch the winning films online if you miss the festival. Okay, terrific. Uh, we're really looking forward to this. We thank you so much for all your work, you and Oregon putting this together and uh, for joining us on the podcast and telling us about it. So good luck with it. And thanks for joining us today. Thank you so much. See you at the festival. It's time for our shout out. We don't usually toot our own horn in this segment, but I felt it was justified this time to make an exception. After a few dry years in town, this summer and fall, we have seen three storms in quick succession to our area, hitting various parts of the town at different intensities. The town's road system has been significantly impacted in each event. So the shout out goes to the entire Public Works street crew who tirelessly get out on the loaders and graders to get the roads cleaned up for resident travel. Sometimes it seems like a never-ending job, and in some ways it is. But we give them a thumbs up and encourage you to do the same when you see them on the roads. Drive slowly and safely in the impacted areas and give the road crew a smile and thumbs up as they make our roads safer for all of us. And now it's time to take a look in our mailbag. Our mailbag segment, we take a look at questions that have been sent to the podcast or directly to the town. If you want to send in your questions, just email it to me at jschooler at yucca-valley.org. Or you can find my email address in the podcast description as well. Okay, today's question. I recently received my November 8th ballot in the mail. Once I complete it, where can I drop it off? Great question. You have a number of options. You can simply drop it in the mailbox as your return envelope is postage paid and requires no stamps. Another option is to use the San Bernardino County Election Drop Box located in front of Town Hall in Yucca Valley. This box is a secured and locked box that is emptied every night by a team of qualified poll workers. You can use this box 24 hours a day through November 8th. However you drop it off, don't forget to sign the back of the envelope as missing signatures will delay processing. If you haven't received a ballot or need to register to vote or just want to learn more about the town's municipal election and Measure K, you can visit the town's website at www.yucca-valley.org elections for all of the related links. 
We encourage you to vote. That's how our voices are heard. Yucca Valley Plugged In is a podcast produced and presented by the town of Yucca Valley. Your feedback, questions, or suggestions regarding future episodes can be emailed to comrelations at yucca-valley.org. For more information about the town of Yucca Valley, be sure to follow us on social media and visit our website, www.yucca-valley.org. 